From Alachua, Florida, I'm Amrita Kaley. I'm Krishna Kishore. And I'm Namamrita. Welcome to Nectar Talks from the heart of New Raman Reiki, the largest Hare Krishna community in North America. And the home of thousands of Bhakti Yoga practitioners. In our ongoing series of live interviews, we explore a range of spiritual topics, introducing you to inspirational community members and guest speakers with diverse backgrounds and experience. Like bees searching for nectar, we seek to extract pearls of wisdom from how they live their lives and the spiritual lessons they can impart to us and our listeners. If you're seeking nectar, look no further. All right, let's get started. Hare Krishna, everyone. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Hare and Krishna. welcome to Nectar Talks, episode 22. How's everybody doing? I see we have a lot of listeners today for this special live episode. I'm really excited. How are you doing, Amrita Kaley? I'm doing well. I'm also seeing all these people coming on live, and it, it has me feeling thrilled. And like, the good old days are back. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to go back to doing live. <laughs> I agree. This is wonderful. How are you doing? It's been a, a while since you and I have both joined as uh, as hosts together, and um, you're an Alachua resident now after all this time in Jacksonville, isn't that right? Yes, we're neighbors. Um, exciting. It's, it's exciting. We've been here for five days, I think. We're still kind of moving back and forth between Jacksonville, and we feel so, so at home. We I can't even tell you how happy and excited we are it's such a gift you managed to have a very nice background for only being in your home for five days (laughs) it's a set it's just a set (laughs) and i just want to say we we feel so welcomed by the devotees i mean i just totally embraced by our family so thank you all that's wonderful and um please give us a quick update on how your husband lila kishore is doing we had that very special episode with both of you. And we heard about his, his battle with cancer. You have a little update for us. How's he doing? He's doing well. Um, thank you so much for, for, for all of your prayers and support. He is currently cancer free and he does wow. have, um, yeah. yes, he is. <laughs> <Evil>. <laughs> um, he, they are keeping his port in for a couple more months and they're going to keep observing him. Okay. So, um, so well, we, we send, still send him all our love and best regards. Thank you. That's meant so, so much. Happy to, so happy to hear that. How um, are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm happy to uh, be here with everyone. I'm really honored of uh, the special guest we're having here today. I can't wait to introduce them. Um, I did want to give a, a quick update on um, Krishna Kishore, our, uh, our third host who we had come on board a few episodes ago. He's, he's in India right now. His, uh, his wife is uh, pregnant. I, I heard through Facebook they're having a girl. So we're, we're very excited. Um, but I just wanted to let our listeners know that, um, you know, that's why it's taking some time for him to come back. He did a wonderful episode with Pushkar Prabhu, and we're looking forward to doing many more with him. Um, so that's, uh, that's the news on, on Kish. Um, so yeah, okay. so why don't you go ahead and take us into this, this episode, Amrita Kelly? 
Certainly. So it is such a great honor. Um, this is a, a historical Nectar Talks episode, and our guests are such special family members uh, of ours here at New Raman Reti. We have Jagadish and Savitri Prabhus. Hare Krishna, and welcome Hare to Nectar Talks. Hare Krishna, everybody. Thank you so much for coming on um, such a um, pivotal time in your lives. In your in your devotional lives and your material lives and just sharing your heart with us and sharing the heart of uh um of your yatra abroad and and here at home thank you um I, i'm just going to do a quick introduction before we thank begin you. to hear from you so um <clears throat> you're both from from ukraine and jagadish prabhu i heard that um uh, your father's armenian and was in the Soviet army for many years, right? Yes. And your mother is uh, Ukrainian. A pure Ukrainian, yes. Okay. <laughs> you would and, say like that. Yes. Okay, okay. And, uh, but you grew up speaking only Armenian and Russian. Is that right? And then you learned uh, Ukrainian. Actually, right. I grew up speaking only Russian. Okay. Then when then when my family was traveling to Armenia for uh, big vacations, uh, I learned Armenian in the Armenia with my grandparents, you know, uncles, everybody. The family is huge. I would say the whole village is Karapetian family. It's my father's <laughs> last name. Wow. So yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I got I got into uh, Ukrainian and Armenian, and I always said I'm half Ukrainian, half Armenian. Um, wonderful. And um, Savi Chuprabo, you're from Western Ukraine. Yes, yeah, right? yes, that's correct, and that's as Ukrainian as you can be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Being from Florida, I'm not sure what that means, but I hope one day I do. <laughs> just same, same, uh, saying it in a simple way. Um, Western Ukraine, they preserved, um, enlarged the culture, the kitchen, the yeah. traditions, dance and songs and dresses. And dresses. Yeah. So most of the uh, Ukrainian culture was very much preserved in the Western part. Not that the rest of Ukraine doesn't have it, but that's like... Yeah. I, I've been challenged because I didn't <laughs> speak Ukrainian, so I have to learn, you know, I have yes, to study before. Speak Ukrainian on the streets yes. and the schools and, and, you know, we learn Russian in a school, but yes. Ukrainian is a, a permanent, prominent it, language. It's interesting, in Western Ukrainian, Ukraine people mostly spoke Ukrainian language. In my part of Ukraine, Eastern Ukraine, we spoke only Russian language. But when we was coming together in the middle somewhere, you know, in the meetings, we understood each other and it yeah. was somehow magical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, so one would speak in Russian, the other would speak in Armenian and you could understand. <laughs> In Ukrainian. In Ukrainian. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we spoke Russian. The she, Western Ukraine does speak Russian. So we just switched. She learned the <laughs> Armenian. She learned Armenian only uh, yes, 
That means I love you. This is <laughs> most, <laughs> most so important. Sweet. That's so yeah. sweet. Great. So you you just passed your your twentieth anniversary. I believe it's been twenty one years since you moved to straight from the Ukraine to New Raman Reiti specifically, yeah. and yes. you've been right. here ever since. And um, you you said that it didn't feel like moving to America or the States. You felt like you moved to Prabhupada land. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, we got married and we uh, took our honeymoon in Holy Town, Vrindavan. We went nice. to Vrindavan right away. And when we came back from Holy Town, that experience of purity stayed with us and we wanted to live in Holy Dham. And somehow by Krishna arrangement, we got a new Ramana rated Dham. <laughs> we realized that we came to United States of America. We realized that we came to Prabhupada family, Prabhupada land, you know, with all love of devotees when we entered that community, that way of Prabhupada love approached us yes till now till this second yes, it still continues we still live in Prabhupada land <laughs> never finished for us it's amazing and um i hope that later on in the show we can fill in some of the um some of this story and hear more from you about your adventures well thank you so much for coming on the show you're yes. welcome thank you dear thank you so much yeah. um so there's a lot we want to get into, um, but before we start our specific questions, I wanted to ask you both, because it's such an amazing world his historical time right now, and we're very concerned about, obviously, all the devotees um, that are affected. Please tell us, how are you both doing and how are your families doing right now? Um, you speak. Yeah, we are doing well. Uh, we do uh, receive a lot of encouragement from uh, local devotees yes. who encourage us. Um, and then that, that prayer, that care, that love, we do certainly transform into our support and messages we send to our parents, we send to our friends and devotees back in Ukraine. So, yes, we are doing well yeah you know namrita prabhu it's interesting i would like to add that uh, i want to feel what devotees are feel in the ukraine land this is what yeah. i tell them always mm -hmm. i tell them i wanna physically i'm not able to be there but i wanna stretch my arms to you i wanna give you my love and i wanna feel what you're experiencing this yeah. is this is my uh kind of path you know in this situation yeah yeah paraduka duki mm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that um you know ne neither amrita kelly or i have ever had the pleasure of, of visiting you know ukraine um <clears throat> but we've seen so much wonderful footage of uh just packed ecstatic festivals um we, when we've heard a lot about the uh, the yatra, and by the way, I wanted to ask you: when we speak of um, countries, whether it's Russia, Ukraine, or um, the other neighboring countries, what is the best way to 
to reference that? Is it um, sometimes I think Eastern European, but that may not encompass everyone. What is a good way to reference this particular yatra, would you say? Um, I, I don't even know. Um, uh, you, you're speaking uh, specifically of Ukraine? Of Ukraine? Or overall the... Yeah, I, I guess, let's say for our local, community mm -hmm. um would you say the, the russian speaking community or the russian ukrainian community um we could probably say former U uh, soviet union or we can say russian speaking community yes all right yeah. yeah i just i just wanted to know what's a good way to reference that particular mm -hmm. yatra and specifically our local community for the last, with all for of the last plus uh, all the previous Soviet Union as a Russian-speaking community, right. or should I say, uh, Ruski is con, Russian is con, and it okay. was, it was <laughs> spreaded to all, all, all devotees assembled together. Right. Of right. course, when a Soviet Union is collapsed and all republics became separate countries, mm -hmm. the officially we have Ukraine is con. Russian is gone, Armenian is gone, such a thing. But all the people together. If you would like to unite them. Yes. That will yeah. be probably proper yes, to as say you always Russian did. speaking. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just for the, the sake of knowing how to reference that whole yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about um, this. This yatra that is known throughout our movement for being so devout and expansive, um, you know, what has made the soil so fertile for Krishna consciousness in that region of the world specifically? Is, are there some historical, cultural, or social influences that that played into that? I would name it at first. It's Shila Prabhupada Mercy. Mm -hmm. It's only Shila Prabhupada Mercy. This is the foundation of all Ukrainian community and all all previous Soviet Union communities is gone now. By mercy of Srila Prabhupada books, the foundation was established nearly perfect. Devotees yeah. are standing on their lotus-like feet strongly. This desire to give, and of course, the, all the sannyasis and all uh, spiritual masters, Srila Prabhupada disciples, when they came to the, uh, you know, to the uh, Soviet Union, Ukraine, all the countries, it began, it began more and more and more powerful. Mm -hmm. yeah. But to add to that, um, Yes, the culture of uh, all the Soviet Union republics—they—they were—they—they um, they were special. They are special. They do have this culture of serving, mm. of um, working in groups and communities to achieve their goals. The big goals, small goals, doesn't matter. Even like uh, overall in a country, as well as the small cities towns, villages, everybody knew each other, they would help each other, it's in the culture. And of course, that big hunger for devotion, for mm -hmm. spirituality. For spiritual knowledge. So when Srila Prabhupada first came to the Soviet Union and planted that seed, it of course bloomed because mm -hmm. 
the, the soil, the culture was ready. They were mm. ready for, for, for it to happen. Yeah. Do you know a little bit about the history from when Srila Prabhupada first came um, or even before he came, I think he sent Mother Mandakini. I think she brought that first Bhagavad Gita that was maybe before Prabhupada even came. But from that time until how vast this yatra is today, uh, do you know a little bit about the history, how it kept on expanding over the years? It, it's all started by, again, by Srila Prabhupada's visit and his sincere, dear disciples. And then his desire, his desire to, I would say, you know, to put a special Bhakti Lata beach in that soil of hearts of those devotees, of young boys and girls. And then by his loving care and desire that Krishna consciousness will spread in, the, in these countries, everything starts happening. Then devotees start appearing, you know, the whole history of, uh, I believe everybody understand and know how devotees are started Krishna consciousness in that country. But, uh, but uh, you know, the desire of devotees to please Srila Prabhupada and be involved in devotional service produced that Krishna Bhakti in, in Soviet Union. And certainly they were empowered. As my husband is saying, mm -hmm. uh, they could not have been able to do it without that power Srila Prabhupada left there mm -hmm. in that first devotee yes. and that was spreading as you know <laughs> yeah it, it, it just every time somebody would do the give somebody brochure a book or just say Hare Krishna mantra it would spark right away yeah because they're part of Srila Prabhupada you know given from one to another can you remind us the name of that very first devotee that Shil Prabhupada. Ananta, Ananta Shanti Prabhu. Ananta Shanti. And of course, you know, we all know of so many both amazing and terrible stories of what the devotees went through over the years. Um, so we we certainly offer all our love and respects for the, the many devotees who have served Prabhupada in, in developing Krishna consciousness in that part of the world. Um, what about, um, tell us a little bit about how many temples are there um, in Ukraine? How many devotees are there currently? Yeah, lately, His Holiness Niranjan Maharaj, he spoke on interview, and mm -hmm. we want to follow his steps, footsteps, what he was saying. And he was saying that uh, it's... Um, around 20,000 devotees in Ukraine, in the community of Srila Prabhupada family, and mm -hmm. about 25 active temples so far was active at that point before everything started. Right. In specifically, we're gonna speak in Kiev temple. It's the main temple a big building, we have some images we will show later probably. 
Yes, this is the <laughs> building which started, I would say, maybe 30 years ago, all from the foundation by devotees' desire with their hands, with their um, desire to build the temple on their own. You know, they was collecting donations, they was going to factories and asking people to be involved in uh, accomplish that uh, finishing project of build a wonderful temple. And uh, before everything what a started, beautiful, beautiful temple. I mean, for the yes. the listeners who you know may be listening to this without the the video, that was just a massive building. So this was specifically built by the devotees. It's not like a local building that was purchased. Yeah, it looks like a beautiful historic church that you would see here. Yeah, it says all their love and care and effort and and faith and everything they could put. When when we all started, we all uh, was, of course, living in a different temples, but the main temple was a Kiev temple, capital of Ukraine. And when we start visiting Kiev, it was a foundation only. So basically it was a basement and then we was on our eyes, we see how it was gradually growing. was growing and growing yes, and growing. Yes. And devotee was willing to keep living in that temple and continue building. Wow. And of course, I can't ignore that by distributing Srila Prabhupada books, that temple was growing too. And so many, so many, people was coming, you know, because of that way of devotion to Srila Prabhupada distribution books. Yeah. And this is how actually everything happened. And of course, all our dear spiritual masters, they was visiting uh, Ukraine, encouraging everybody. Basically raising us as little kids. Yeah. Uh us to walk, it's helping an, us to talk. It's an amazing community. You know, if you remember from the first days and till today, even in such difficulties, they are all together. For example, today I received call and one devotee told me, Jagadish, we are starting Sangha now. They are starting Sangha now in some place. They are gathering together and mm. they glorifying Krishna, they glorifying Srila Prabhupada, and they was asking us to continue praying for them. Mm. Mm. Yeah. This is something that um, we were very curious to ask you yes. about, and, and we want to hear about your involvement in communication with your devotee family in the Ukraine. But before we hear that, um, can you tell us a little bit, you know, we have we have information um, uh, out there for the devotees, but um, for our listeners who haven't heard yet, what are the conditions like right now in Ukraine? Are the devotees, are many um, displaced? Are they moving to different places? Are they safe? Um, tell us a little bit about, about that. It's a, it's a difficult talk, uh, I will tell you honestly. And uh, every, when everything is started, all devotees are staying in the same place where they used to live. Okay. They decided that they're gonna be in the place where they used to live all the time. 
And when it was um, growing more danger and danger became... Becoming more dangerous and, and, and yes. more bombings and, and from, unsafe for and, them to and, continue. And from the beginning, the leaders of uh, Kyiv Temple and uh, responsible leaders of Ukraine community, our spiritual masters, they was encouraging devotees to live uh, unsafe places and go somewhere where it's more safely. But somehow so many devotees, they was desi desired to stay on the place where they used to live and continue praying. In that moment, somehow, you know, with all our heart and other devotees, we start communicating with them. Even before everything started, we was communicating with so many families. But, but when it started officially, then we, we knew what's going on. And they was hour by hour, they was standing, praying, continuing cooking Krishna Prasadam, continuing serving deities in the temple with the full service, which they was, you know, doing all the time, yeah. established, yes. And uh, at some point, you know, one of the family, they told us story, we called them. And the wife, she told us, I'm begging my husband to leave the house because she, she's scared. And husband, he wanted to stay to the end. But one day he told her, yeah, we must leave. And when they decide to leave, they packed the suitcase. But when they opened the window to look, they, they see the tanks passing by their house. Wow. And when they saw that, they understood it's kind of late. And yeah. they decided to still hold and continue and wait until the moment comes. So day by day, I would say, hour by hour, they was, you know, in the situation where it's depression changing into the faith and then faith again growing and kind of disappearing and fear it comes again. And in that condition, you know, we've been receiving with Saviti so many voice messages and phone calls. And of course, our answer was right away, you know, as much as possible, even while we at work, officially, we stop our mail truck, we park safely, and we call and we talk as much as possible. Mm -hmm. We talk, we give as much as possible, care, love, philosophy, everything what it can help them. Some of the messages we would receive is, um, so much fear entered our heart. Mm. Please help us. Say something, do something, tell us something so we can feel that we are not alone in this. So we would reach, we would talk, we would listen. Let yeah. them talk it out, let it out, and then say that simply we love them. And then uh, um, as my Guru Maharaj, he inspired them um, to live to the safer place, Niranjana Swami Guru Maharaj. And the important thing that he told them, you are important. You yes. are devotees, you are important for Srila Prabhupada, for his movement, for, for his con altogether. You are, so please make sure you are safe. 
Hmm. And so, that was the encouragement, big encouragement for them. So those who have taken that to heart and have actually gone somewhere, where are they going right now? Uh, if you like, I will tell you by, by short stories. Maybe yes, that feels please, interesting. Please. Yeah, we do share specific we, stories. Yeah, we would like to share some um, uh, images with the, our community, which we send it to. It's a Bhakta Valodia, a one mm -hmm. devotee who is a, a very famous sculptor in Ukraine. Volodya yes, I think Madriya Lila has, has some images that you sent. Yes. Here we go. Yes, that's, that's mm -hmm. his family. Actually, his story is very interesting. He's been involved in so many monuments through the whole Ukraine. He's um, uh, one of the best sculpturists in Ukraine, a very young boy who became... Yeah, he's about... so young looking to be yes, yes. a famous sculptor. Wow. Yeah, who, who became, I would say, maybe 10 years ago as a member of our community. And plus, he's a very, very dedicated, amazing a Christian boy, I would say, same way, you know, with his prayers to Jesus and plus uh, his Krishna consciousness. It's amazing. So he stayed in Kiev during that time. And uh -huh. I did, I did, that's, that's his, that's his artworks. Yes, this one, I believe in Dnepropetrovsk and there is an other monuments which are in Odessa and in Kiev also, uh -huh. yes. He's also actually made a very beautiful murti of Srila Prabhupada too. Um, yes. He's also made a beautiful monument for 50th anniversary of arriving Srila Prabhupada to United States. Yes. And that was placed in Boston. Yes. In Boston. Yes. Oh, One, wow. Perfect. Half of it in Boston and half of it in yeah, Calcutta. It Oh, of boarding the Jaladuta and leaving. So one one yeah. part of the monument went to yeah. India, the other one is here. Where, yeah. Where in Boston? Is it by the port? It's near the temple, I believe. Near the temple, front, okay. In yeah. front of the temple, yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's his all recognitions, you know, everything and the, his heart actually touching. You can't just ignore this boy, you know, <laughs> his devotion yeah. to Srila Prabhupada. And, and so, you, uh, so you were saying that he, he has been a refugee now? He's actually, yes. He, he used to live in Kiev. He's mm -hmm. been in Kiev through the whole the time. And uh, before even tragic started, I've been chatting with him, you know, sharing yeah. my emotions to him. And we've been talking about spiritual life, about his personal life. And when everything is started, he decided to stay in Kiev as much as possible. And uh, when it was, uh, how you say it, got... Es when escalating? Escalated, yes. yes, when everything was escalated and... Uh, on top of everything, his wife, she's, she was pregnant with nine months pregnant. And he said, Jagadish Prabhu, I can't leave now because uh, my wife, she's pregnant and we, we don't know when, you know, mm -hmm. the day will come. The, and the basic, uh, their um, 
motivation was that they were very close to maternity home for her. Yes. And leaving their apartments and, and moving somewhere was so dangerous. But staying yeah. became even more dangerous. Somehow yeah. he shared, you know, many thoughts, everything. We looked at his wife, we spoke with him, with his wife, her name. Uh, I forgot at this moment. <laughs> she got initiated by Niranjan Maharaj recently on, like during the... on online program yeah. initiation. Yes. And uh, at one, one day he called me and he said, Jagadish Prabhu, I decide we will be relocated. Yeah. And um, I show, I shared uh, the story of him with my friends at work, non-devotees, there is one image of uh, uh, Miss Mamie. Yes, yeah, she's, a, she's a very beautiful, wonderful person. She worked with us at post office. And when I spoke with her, she grabbed my arms and Saviti right away in the middle of the post office facility. And she raised her hand up and she started praying to Jesus very loudly. Her? Yes, it's her, yes, it's her. And she was praying and asking Jesus, please, please help them, save them. And while she was doing that, I was raised my hand up and I started chanting Panchitatva Mantra, you know. Wow. And we all together was praying for their, for their family. And then she took out $100 bill. She gave it to me and she said, you must, send it to them make sure they move safely make sure their baby will be fed well even <laughs> before baby was born and at the same day they actually left the kiev one one devoted he took them and they left the kiev and while they was driving yeah the the, the plan was to drive to the west ukraine which is the safest place for them right now that's yes. the driver <laughs> okay. yes uh -huh. um, and so devotees immediately we, we try to organize some um, uh, financial help for them to yeah, move. We collect all donations we received for Valodya Prabhu. Yes. Yeah. So we uh -huh. send it directly to him so he yeah. could organize the transportation. So that yes. was a really quick, uh, immediate move. Yeah. And they sat in the car and they drove. So halfway uh, to the destination place, yeah. which was a Vinnitsa city, yeah. also uh, already a safe place for mm -hmm. some of the Ukraine. Yeah. Um, she went into labor and oh, they wow. basically just found the closest maternity home they could, drove there. And one hour later, she gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. Yeah. And all of them were safe and they named her and they named her maria it's a legal name and spiritual name uh, i believe um, bhaktivigyan maharaj gave her uh, mohini murti <laughs> wow. yes yeah it, it yes. was so now, as of right now they are deeply appreciated they don't know how to express their thanks to the all devotees and all people who from whom we collect donations and send it to him. We talk every day, you know, we try to encourage and they're encouraging us too by their exemplary, 
yeah yeah there is I mean, two families that's yeah. that's one one amazing story of so exactly. many and i'm sure there's many that are tragic unfortunately as well what what are um what are your personal realizations when it comes to you know the big picture of life and and krishna consciousness you you're involved in so intimately yeah. with so many devotees that are just in such a life crisis yeah. um you know what is has that changed your perspective in any ways that what's your experience you know uh, namamrita prabhu and all listeners i will tell you uh, honestly i was listening all the voice messages and talks with devotees and i understood at some point they have knowledge they have faith in shila prabhupad mm -hmm. they believe in prabhupad movement they believe in each of their devotional spiritual masters from whom they got initiated or their candidates and at the same time i felt they need not only philosophy they need our care and our love yeah. and our voice and this is what we did and we continue doing with savitri trying to you know support them with uh, any expression of care we can be doing we have been sending them uh, some images of spring flowers which growing now because sometimes some one days they was not able to even go outside yes mm. some of them were in the basements for weeks in the mm. roads so what we would do just uh, early in the morning before we go to work, uh, my husband would go outside and just record the morning sounds. Foggy morning videos. Short, short videos you know. or just audio and send it to them. And we wow. didn't know if that would help or not at first. Yes. Yeah. But as they would receive those messages, they would go like, oh my gosh, you gave us yes. our life back. Yeah. We know it's, it's, we will be all right. Thank you. Thank you for giving us that opportunity. Of course, we spoke and we speak about Srila Prabhupada too and yes. Krishna consciousness and our life. But the most what we do with Savitri, we're trying to uh, reach with our love to them. Yeah. Sometimes, That's such... um, yeah, I quickly, I finish uh, what my husband was saying. Yeah, please. Uh, sometimes they would be in a really... Um, uh like heavy down. Mood, down mood you know like please help is yeah. so much um fear in our heart we don't know what's next what 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 will happen uh, or we don't know to try we don't want to try anymore that was the hardest for us mm -hmm. when they leave the message we don't want to fight anymore whatever yeah. happens and we would just almost scream to them please don't do it for yourself do it for us do it for us yeah if you truly love us yeah. just please do yeah. it for us continue continue praying continue helping continue caring and yeah. continue fighting in your heart to survive wow it's um such an amazing examples of how to have authentic compassion for other human beings and for these devotees specifically um 
I actually happened to listen um, this morning <clears throat> to a lecture by Bhakti Tirta Swami about just this topic, uh, authentic compassion. And he was talking about how, you know, no one wants to be treated as, you know, we are only going to care for you if you're a pure devotee. And at the same time, we don't want to care for people only on their bodies. We should always see everyone and care for everyone for both the soul and the body. And so I think you're exemplifying that so nicely where you're giving them spiritual encouragement, but also giving them some of these just lifelines of making them feel psychologically and physically better by seeing a morning sunshine, hearing the birds and these things like that. And um, I want to follow up with um, asking you about how we can help, because one of the really important things I got out of this lecture by Bhakti Tirta Swami is that authentic compassion is when you actually use that impetus of your heart and your feeling, your sympathetic feeling for other people, but you follow that with actual resources and facilitation to make a genuine difference. So I really want to encourage everyone who's listening to this podcast to do that. You know, these devotees are in so much need and we want to go beyond, you know, giving heartfelt prayers and sympathy for them. Let's see how we can practically help them. Um, so I looked up a couple of things that I also got out of um, that podcast with uh, Niranjana Swami on Wisdom of the Sages. Um, specifically, I wanted to share that if you go to iskonnews.org, there is a link there for Ukrainian crisis and a, uh, a verified website where you can send funds. Um, that website is called shareyour.care, S-H-A-R-E y-o-u-r dot care c-a-r-e and you can get that link on iskonnews.org um, but tell us from your um, you know you have a lot of experience now caring for these devotees and you know a lot about the different systems out there so how can can we and the other devotees who want to contribute help it's interesting how can we help this is what you're asking and we've been asked this question for the last about you know more than a month yeah. by all people who surrounding us we go out on the street for delivering mail and people who knew us they stop our mail trucks they come to us and they hold our hands non-devotees and they say mm. edward or oksana how can we help what can we do and we actually, we got really like, you know, really emotional. We do have a list of people who already involved, who already donated money. You know, mm -hmm. they just bringing envelopes and they writing, Ukraine is important for us. Please give them our love. And they give us, give, give us uh, envelopes. We don't even know how much they give. I just write the last name and I write address. Mm -hmm. And then we collect those money and we send to our devotees. It's been already about more than 2000 US dollars we send it individually to probably about seven families supported oh, by the collection which we've got, including we 
understood that they are working here, not just for us. You know, this USPS, our work, it belongs for supporting devotees specifically right now. And yeah. I think the best way to follow the authorities, the yeah. same link which you, uh, uh, which you have, that will be very appropriate. And of course, you know, like people on the street, they, they really, you know, they just, they touched our hearts with those envelopes and cares. They write the cards, they write the cards with Christian uh, symbols. Mm -hmm. even, even two people, they approached us and they told us, Edward, in our church, we are praying for all Hare Krishna devotees in Ukraine because wow. they are no via Hare Krishna. And I was really touched. I told Miss Peggy, I owe you my life. And she mm -hmm. started crying. But mm -hmm. this is what people do. And why they do this? Because they receive. Right. So if you receive that care, if you receive that love, and you want to give more, definitely people answering. So I guess the website you mentioned is really important because it's uh, authorized, as you mentioned as well. Yeah. And uh, they did organize a big Food for Life program yes. right now, in which was active, but now it's a lot more spreaded mm -hmm. in the special, uh, uh, like under the mm -hmm. uh, attack cities. And not only for the people, yes, that's yes. the picture of the artist. Yeah. Um, not only for the devotees, but as well for everybody in need. So they do cook a lot and it's well organized. And if devotees would love to donate and support yes. on a site you mentioned, that would be directed to those specific um, services as well as the families relocated and in need of uh, basic things in their everyday life. That picture which we see just now, that's uh, Gaura Purnim Prabhu. He's from Kiev and his wonderful wife, Mataji Sitala. He's a coordinator in the, all the Food for Life programs yeah. in Ukraine He's right now. He's the main person who is right now um, organizing, coordinating people, donations, yeah. uh, boga and deliveries. And opening, opening new branches of Food for Life programs in the small cities and mm -hmm. in the big cities continuing to grow, yeah. to wow. assist devotees and of course non-devotees too yeah that's uh, i find that so amazing that you know they are the ones in crisis but they're using their time and resources to help yeah. and serve um tell us a little bit more about how the ukrainian devotees that are there are mobilizing and what other kinds of activities are there are they taking part of yeah, and it's, it's interesting. Recently, we spoke with one devotee. I was trying to reach somebody who's in Mariupol. That's the place which been swept off of the, off the, the ground of the completely. It's a, it's a big commercial city. We, we used to distribute many, many books in, back in 1992, 93, 94. Uh, and we was trying to help uh, uh, one family to find each other. And 
I asked Gaurapurnim Prabhu how we can assist them. So he gave me one devotee's name, Madhava Krishna Prabhu, who was in Mariupol and who was available to relocate more than 20 devotees in the most circumstances. And he and here I, I have his voice recordings and he told me, uh, you know, Jagadish Prabhu, uh, while everything was flying above our heads, we was understood that we are protected by Krishna and by Lord Nrsimhadev. They was cooking outside on the street and the only one thing which was separating them, it was a big, wall with the bricks and they was hearing everything what's happening behind that wall. The, the falling bombs and, and bullets and all. And he said at, at one point we understood uh, Mari Krishna Rakeke, Rake Krishna Marike, you know, right. that, that thing. He said, I really understand what Sharanagati means. He mm -hmm. said that way. And he said, if I will be in the same position again, I would don't say I don't want to be there because I felt Krishna the most closest to me at that time. So, you know, such a thing. And devotees are fortunately, most of the devotees got relocated. When he spoke a voice message, he told me, at this moment I speak, I never heard that any devotee got uh, hurt, hurt or, killed. or killed. So all the devotees are safe. At that moment when he spoke. And he said, actually, we do feel that we are under some special dome, yeah. <laughs> like we covered by Krishna and mercy and all devotees' prayers. Wow. So yes, they do. Uh, there are a couple of places they do relocate. Um, like two villages, devotees had organized uh, before, and um, many devotees who can uh, able to uh, run and leave their homes, they would go to those places. And and it's like uh, uh, before it was. Um, uh, like a village where they would do the different seminars and, and yeah. stuff like that for devotees, but now it's a place for shelter. Yeah. Most of devotees, they was able to find that corridor, like for example, in Berdansk, there is a one uh, Bhaktin Susanna, she <laughs> somehow Krishna gave us opportunities to help ladies who's pregnant also. She is five months pregnant. Her husband before war, he somehow went for the business trip to Germany. Mm -hmm. And when everything started, he stuck in Germany. She stayed in, in, uh, in, in one of the closest city to a very dangerous place. So by mercy of their leaders of that, temple, we got in touch with that Bhaktin Susanna. We never saw her in our life. And we spoke a little bit with her and we tried to, you know, assist her, help her. And with another amazing family, 
from United States, it's Amato family. They was willing to help financially specifically to that family. Mm -hmm. So they send us donations. We sent immediately donations to her. And she really was like sending voice messages with cheers and crying and thanking that there is somebody who cares, who wanted to help. And I asked her, how did you became Krishna devotee? And it stunned me. She said, I was two years old when my parents purchased books, Srila Prabhupada books on a factory. Hmm. And when she said on a factory, I got fro frost, like, you know, because I knew those cities we was driving through, we was distributing Prabhupada books in those cities. Wow. And in specifically in those factories. And then I hear she's 20 some year old, this pregnant baby, she's a devotee. She said, I just start reading those books when I grow up a little bit, you know, elder. Yeah. And she became a devotee. So finally she got relocated, you know, now she's in Germany with her husband, this, uh -huh. yeah, her this husband. her husband. Okay. Yeah. That's great. We, yeah, we yes. I heard that mostly it's women and children that are, you know, yes. having to flee and the, the men yes. aren't always able to go along. So exactly. it's nice to hear that they were able to. Yeah. To get, Krishna get arranged. He went for trip before everything started. And I told her that because she was kind of depressed. Mm -hmm. And I told her, you're going to meet him. But look what Krishna arranged. Now you're going to drive safe. She was able to hire, a, you know, a good, good um, transportation because she's pregnant. We was worried about all those, you know, driving issues. So right. she drove safely till uh, Poland and now she reached her husband. Yeah. Wow. Wonderful. I want to ask you one follow-up question on how to help. Um, <clears throat> President Biden announced, I think it was in, at the end of March, that he's planning to open up the U.S. for 100,000 refugees. I don't know yeah. if hopefully that number will become even bigger. Um, yeah. And I don't think it's actually opened yet. But when that time comes and Ukrainians could actually come into the U.S. officially, if there are devotees out there that want to welcome some families into their home, what would be the best way to find out who those devotees are and how to get in touch with them? I think uh, we already have a couple of families who's trying to reach United States, mm -hmm. but we did some research and it's not that easy to approach. So we did recommend them stay in other countries as of right now and they mm -hmm. found safe places. Some of the families, they stay in Switzerland now, some families stay in New, in, uh, in Ireland, mm -hmm. some of the family in Finland. But if Krishna will allow our dear devotees to reach new Ramana Retidham, of yes. course, Prabhupada land. Yes, yes. <laughs> all devotees who are willing to share their homes or their you know, small places to stay them and recover, they yeah. can contact us definitely. And we will, uh, you know, we will involve our wonderful community, Russian speaking devotees 
Russian, Ukrainian, uh, Kazakhstan, Armenian, uh, who else? Tajikistan, <laughs> uh, Belarusia. We have so many devotees in our community, Russian speaking, and it's an international now. Yeah. yeah, we can all, you know, come together and organize something with all our new Ramanarati and um, members. That's wonderful. Is there um, an email you want to share if they, if, if they did want to contact you eventually? What's, the, what's a safe way for us to get a hold of you? Yes, the email will be, should I say now? Or... Sure. And we can also, mm -hmm. for those who are on Zoom, we can put it in the comments and we can do that on the other platforms as well. We'll, we'll type it in there as yeah. well as the websites. We'll, we'll post the websites and the, and the contact information. Yeah. We can give our phone number and, you know, devotee can reach us. 352-262-0817. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for giving opportunity. This is, this is so incredible. Um, <laughs> hearing how how involved you are and how you're networking with so many devotees are these are many of these people uh devotees that you've met or are many of these devotees that you you're only meeting just now and how is this all happening yeah i would say because of again we will repeat Srila Prabhupada here promised to have a home for the whole world, right? This is what Srila Prabhupada said. And how that home will be appearing in this world, you know, by the devotees, by our willing desire to help others, to love others. And, you know, with that um, desire, we actually wanted to reach devotees. So if we knew some family, we spoke with them directly. And they say to us, Jagadish, Savitri, there is other family who's planning to escape tomorrow morning from the Butch city. This is what we've got, a real story, yeah. Butcher city. And the whole, it's a like small village city, all was got destroyed. The only one house got saved. That was the house of devotees. This is what they told us. And they asked us, can you please pray for them? And immediately, as soon as we heard, we, we tell them, can you give us their names? We want to know their names. We want to care about them by names. We want to be personal to them. And we didn't even know the devotees, but we're trying to contact them, asking their phone numbers. This is how I and Savitri met Bhaktin Susanna when you know we didn't knew her but her leaders of community the president of temple he gave us her coordinations and this is how we met her so basically in the first when everything broke out and the war started we would of course reach our dear friends the ones we grew up in yeah. ashrams together yeah. you know mm -hmm. and and uh, reach out, find out what's happening, what's really is going on. And then they would 
uh, connect us with others, with the ones yeah. we don't know, but we become immediate friends and family yes. in, in, in trying to support them. And sometimes we even had a situation when they would call us and say, please, can you call those devotees in mm. some cities because we have no connection with no them. Connection. Mm. Some happened we lost connection can you please call maybe you can reach them from united states yeah. and that would happen and then we would again uh, grow into bigger friend family friend so family. We, we, we definitely added a lot more friends yeah. and uh, never seen them and they yeah. say we want to come we want to see you and hug you this is what they say and we say the same to them. So yes, know. it was both the ones we know yes. and so and dear to met. us, and yeah. ones we never knew, and new yeah. devotees we never met since we moved to United States. But they became our dearest friends and, and yeah. family. Mm, that's wonderful. Um, I want to um, just let our listeners know that we're we're going to open it up for questions and answers. Um, we can read your comments. If you're on Zoom, um, we will um, open up the, uh, uh, the, the microphones if you want to ask some questions directly. We, I, we do have a couple of final questions, but I just wanted to put that out there um, so that if no matter which platform you're on, if you're following us on Facebook or if you're on Zoom, feel free to write some questions. I already see some of them that we'll certainly bring up. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that in a few, in a few minutes. Um, I wanted to ask if you could tell us a little bit about our local Russian-speaking Sangha. Um, there's, there's actually a lot, of, a lot of wonderful devotees from that region that are living here in Uraman Reiti, like yeah. yourselves. And um, I would love for, for you to share for those who haven't gotten to meet all of you. Um, tell us about the size of this Sangha, how you connect together and all yeah. that. Uh, I, we call we call uh, Russian community devotees mm -hmm. as a, um, a beautiful garden <laughs> of different flowers, which offered to our dear Radhashyama Sundara. This is how we call them. When we see new uh, coming devotees to our community, like, you know, recently uh, devotees from Los Angeles, they moved to Miami. Uh, then from Miami, Radhashyam brought them to New Ramanaretidham. Bhakti mm -hmm. Natasha and uh, Bhakta Jenya amazing couple they are all both professional messages right yes. yeah but but their desire to be involved in service to others is growing over over and over every day it's like you know the and there is so many so many wonderful devotees when everything happened back in ukraine immediately we received call from Bhaktin leah and we, uh, she called Saviti, and I heard and she said, Saviti, how can I help? What, what can, can I, I do? Yes. And, and that was like, you know, immediate response. Kashishwar Prabhu and dear uh, Kishori Rani 
and their wonderful daughter Stephanie. Kashish for Prabhu, he immediately wanted to do something. That's his nature. He wanna do something. He wanna produce something to help devotees. There's another a beautiful bouquet of flowers in our community. Bhaktinjanya and Eldar Prabhu, they're dancing on the streets. They're inviting devotees, please come and glorify Gauranga Mahaprabhu. They're actually organizing um, a beautiful Harinams every yes. Saturday yeah. in Depot Park. And yes. talking about Ukrainian or Russian Speaking devotees about all those festivals and beautiful Radhayatras and Harinams, yeah. they do it here. They do it mm -hmm. here in the beautifully organized yes, uh, ladies' yeah. devotees. They dance and they, they have beautiful kirtans. And it's amazing. It's amazing to see yeah. how they could bring that mood of uh, yeah. ukraine russia and other uh, it's true small yeah I, i've always admired the um, you know how the harinams are so nicely organized yeah just this like actually, photos this and then when ukraine, i saw man. i saw some photos of that happening in depot park i was so happy i was like it's so <laughs> so unique you know <laughs> yeah. yes so well really organized beautiful. yes <laughs> working in a team yeah this yes. is uh, right. bhakti sangam festival in ukraine we see now yes uh -huh. yes and uh, yeah it's yes, amazing so our russian community here it's so unique and so beautiful and they are so different <laughs> recently we visited uh, a birthday uh, of uh, arman mm -hmm. he's i believe uh, one, year, one old. year old and his mom named anastasia and father named shamil so they both it feels like bumblebee yes. a real yeah. bumblebee they just looking for the nectar Yes. And when we receive the voice messages from them, <laughs> it's like they found the flowers and they got that nectar and they tell us, Jagadish Prabhu, look how this nectar is beautiful. And this is the, you know, so many devotees. I apologize if I will not mention some of the names. Bhakta Stan, oh, for yes. example. Yeah. I'm good friends with Stan. We yes. work with him at post office. He's like a Prabhupada warrior. Yes. You know, <laughs> his, his wife Bhaktin Maria. Oh, Marina. if anybody Marina. tried her, Marina, yes. her cakes, yes. devotees, yeah. they are yeah. not from this world. Yes. They are not from material ingredients. Bhaktin <laughs> <laughs> Veronica, yeah, yeah, she's making amazing bread. So it's a really beautiful community. Yeah. Uh, how how I, many I, devotees would you say are part of the Russian-speaking Sangha here I, in, in I Alachua? I don't want to be exact because it's growing. It's growing all yeah. the time. And so. what I deeply appreciate about our community that uh, it's an international. You know, if I say Russian-speaking, or I say Ukrainian-speaking, or should I say Armenian-speaking, or should I say Kazakhstan-speaking? <laughs> it's an international community, but we yeah. name it Russian-speaking because we did it for last many years. Yeah. And I well, would say maybe close to 50. Okay, that's, a, yeah. that's amazing. Well, I'll tell you, you know, I've served with Mother Mokia a little bit, and she, she always says how Nuraman Reiti is the real United Nations. 
so many so many beautiful nationalities and yeah you're representing such a beautiful part of the world and it's it's wonderful that there's so many of you that get to connect here because you do have a very unique culture and i can totally understand you know i grew up in france i'm like where are the other french devotees around here (laughs) (laughs) but i i can appreciate that you you get together and you know you're even bringing some beautiful ways of of uh, being devotional based on your culture and how you do harinams and and your wonderful breads and all these things so yeah thank you so much for sharing a little bit about that community specifically it's so nice to hear a little bit about that a quick quick adding to that uh uh, specifically myself and saviti we uh we work individually with devotee you know when there is a some occasions everything if we are invited we come but mostly we love to invite devotees individually you know and talk to them feel their hearts give them what they need, receive from them what they give. And I see a big, amazing grow in that. Yeah. I just uh, quickly wanted to mention I, my beautiful sister. Yeah. Because she was Gantharika and her amazing husband. In in the they actually were the first ones to come yes. here as uh, Russian-speaking, Russian-speaking devotees. devotees. And that family started from them, from exactly. their love and care exactly. and attention. Yes. And I always knew Indra was the godfather of that community. Exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> up and down, up and down, but you They know. kept everybody together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And their art, I, I wish we had time to have photos of their amazing art. You know, I mean, yes. he's an amazing, sculptor and you know yeah. granite and marble worker and and his Let, wife let's say coming paintings. soon let's <laughs> say coming soon yeah that would be wonderful <laughs> yes. um okay shall we open it up to questions and answers i think let that me, would uh, be fantastic let me pull up that screen here <clears throat> So one question that came up is, uh, which is a good question. You may not have the answer, but someone is asking, uh, this is uh, Marlon asking if it's possible to bring Ukrainian devotees to the U.S. by religious visas. We'll throw that out there. I don't know if we can officially answer that on the air. (laughs) Good question. I would like to say, I love Marlon. I know him. Okay. Yes. He's absolutely amazing devotee. As soon the window will be open, we will know that. Yeah. They yeah. will be coming, but we are not sure. He's also still Marlon asking if about any news from Radhika Devidasi Olenka and her family. Yeah, um, we haven't heard, but I believe they are not in Ukraine because yes. they're on a traveling uh, yes. Harinam program. Yes. And I don't believe they were in Ukraine, but we mm. can find out yes. his dear friends. Yes. <laughs> okay. um, and uh, someone is asking if the, if the war has affected the building. Maybe this is the, the building in, in Kiev. Do you know if the temple structure is still safe right now? 
as of right yes, now yes yes as of right now we, we are praying and you know if you see image of the temple actually it's beautiful it's beautiful and the flag on it it's a spiritual flag it's not representing some country or something it's representing Srila Prabhupada family this yeah. is what actually we started in our spiritual life we had one flag that was a big piece of fabric a dark red color embroidered yeah. and the writing in, gold, in the writing of the golden letters, golden letters of Hare Krishna Mahamantra and wow. it was all over the previous Soviet Union. This is how we started. So yes, the temple is there. It's not um, been uh, in any way um, yeah. Uh, yeah. destroyed, exactly. damaged, destroyed. Okay. Um, yeah. But devotees uh, moved out. There's only one uh, temple president. Yes, uh, Devotee yeah. who stayed and a few outside families who ran from the apartments went there and they yes. stayed in the basement. Yes. And the big Radha Madhav deity you, you just yeah. saw on the picture were taken off the altar uh -huh. and put in the basement in a special boxes. Uh, okay. So just in case something happens, they will be safe. Yes. And the small okay. deities and even big Murti of Srila Prabhupada and Gornitai yeah. traveled with the devotees oh, uh -huh. to safety. Really, really beautiful temple and yeah. deities. Deities so, are beautiful. You know, when really when, majestic. Radha, when Radha Madhava was installed, uh, Radhikaraman Prabhu, our dear devotee from New Ramanarati Dam, he told me, Jagadish, you know, Radharani, she's the mother. And I kind of was, you know, I couldn't understand that. But when Radha Madhava was installed in Kiev and we saw them, I felt like, yes, she's, she is my, she's my loving mother. This is yeah. when it all started for mm. me. And, and Niranjan Maharaj, he, you know, I would say he put all his heart to such a wonderful community of all Ukraine devotees and others. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing all this very special information and uh, for sharing your your hearts and all that you've been doing to serve these devotees. We're so impressed and appreciative of your your service, and you know I hope we can do a little bit something to help as well. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try all together. That's Gaurapurnim Prabhu. A big one, <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. And this is and this is on the left on the bottom, bottom. Uh, bottom yeah, sorry. It's a Jaladuta community of devotees. Uh, about maybe seven families all live together in a big building separated by Different. small apartments. And above on the left is a, um, a beautiful Namahata program. program. There is one video actually if. A small short video of Achuta Priya Prabhu leading Kirtan on and one of those on one of those namahatas. And were and you able to get that video, Madhuri Lila? I, I saw. Yeah, yes. this. Okay, one. if you so we can we how about we end with that? Um, 
when we wrap up, I think it'll be a nice way to uh, to finish off. Perfectly. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad that we have that accessible. Yes. Um. Well, I think it's uh, a good time to to wrap it up. You know, thank you so much again. It's really very honored that you accepted to speak on this uh, this very current and important topic. Yeah. We just want you to know, confirm. I, yes. Go ahead, Prabhu, please. Yeah, I, I would like to say quickly, you see smile on our faces and uh, devotees are in difficult situation out there. Why we have smiles? Because we have to give them we have to give them that happiness which we receiving from here, which we receiving from Prabhupada books, which we receiving from our senior dear friends in New Ramanerity Dham, Shesha Prabhu, Chaturatma Prabhu family, you know, all of you together. So our smiles actually belongs to them. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk to them, we're gonna encourage them, ask them please, keep smiling, keep love each other. Don't, uh, don't think differently. Srila Prabhupada is taking care of everybody. Yeah, thank you. And you, you mentioned when had some talks before this interview that, that the power of prayer is so real and it's so important right now. So we will definitely keep all of the devotees in our prayers and chant. Yeah very sincerely for them that they can be safe and yes. get back to some sort of normal life soon hopefully we will try to rebuild back everything yeah. yes the yeah. kirtan will be the best way to <laughs> do that for the waters yes wish yeah. we have wonderful Jagadish Prabhu and Savitri Prabhu, your phone number again is 352-262-0817. Is that correct? Yes. yes, that's okay. Thank you so much for providing your contact and um, yes, for being basically our, our connection to um, this, this yatra on the other side of the world and how we can somehow offer support through prayers or through our resources. Um, you're you're our our connection and our inspiration um it's just been um you know it completely changes your perspective and allows you to refocus and really deepen when you listen to these stories and um you know something that really struck me was just hearing you say you know you're at work but you safely pull the truck over and you take the call or you 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 um you reach out and that type of personalism of, of really being available to each other, you know, whether it's, um, you know, with this situation or if it's within um, relationships in our community to really reach out and be there for each other, to give and receive. Um, that's something that I feel deeply humbled by um, hearing from you tonight. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. They are living deities for us. Yes. They are living deities for us, those devotees. And, um, I just wanted to add for everybody who is listening and to both of you, um, thank you. Thank you for all your prayers and thank you for supporting us so we could 
pass it on to the devotees back there. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you so much. Okay, so we'll end it with that kirtan that I haven't heard yet. I'm looking forward to hearing this kirtan from the devotees in Ukraine. And we'll see everybody on our next episode. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.